0: when we just in general give out information to any and everybody or if you're already coaching if you accept anybody without any qualifiers that is a high risk of non compliance so what we want to have are parameters that must exist before somebody is ready to work with you but when we're giving advice to friends and family right those parameters aren't necessary because we're just giving you know general advice we just want to help people that we love And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you to stop doing that. I'm saying stop making major decisions about your business when you do that, right? So you still want to, I still all the time talk to friends and family about health, about plant-based diet, but I don't run back to my business and start adjusting everything or throwing the whole business away because my aunt wouldn't listen to me. You know what I mean? And so you still want to show love and give value because you know this stuff. They see you as the expert. So you should continue to do that. You don't want to just run back to the drawing board, though, because your best friend, (laughs) TT still drinking pop after you done told her three times. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures. You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. am Lisa A. Smith, founder of The Plant Protocol, and I help plant-based vegans package their passion and their lifestyle into a health coaching business. Don't let friends and family dictate the potential success of your coaching business. I want to address this publicly because I have heard it several times, both from students inside of the plant protocol and from individuals outside of the plant protocol who desire to coach. And, You guys know me, anytime something becomes a trend in the chatter, if there's a trend in the chatter, there's going to be an episode about it. And so let me address this for you guys so that you have a firm understanding of how to use the information that your friends and family gives you when you give them advice. Okay? so here's the challenge. What happens is as maybe coaches, as aspiring coaches, maybe just as someone who's super passionate about a subject matter, right? So you could be passionate about financial wealth, you could be passionate about health, you could be passionate about real estate, like whatever it is, entrepreneurship, self-care, whatever it is, inevitably what happens to all of us that are passionate about anything is that we end up sharing what we know, sometimes giving advice, making recommendations, to people in our ecosystem. That could be friends, family, colleagues, whatever it may be, right? And so we dish out this information and we make suggestions to them in whatever area it is. And then in a lot of cases, they don't take our suggestions, they don't take our recommendations, they don't follow through, maybe they say they will, but then you see them again, you talk to them again, whatever, and they don't follow through. And so you use that experience to decide that no one wants this no one is going to listen no one wants what you're selling no one is going to be compliant right if this has ever happened to you then you are listening to the right episode I have told my cousin my family my spouse my partner my friend my church members like I keep I keep telling them this and they won't do it they won't listen to me they won't follow through or maybe it was it was even more formal in some cases where they actually hired you to help them and maybe you did it pro bono you did it for free you did it at a majorly discounted rate because this is what you do and this is what you love. And they were non compliant, right? And so, because they were non compliant, you have now decided that maybe making this a full time business or really pouring energy into developing this out as a coaching offer is not viable. You've decided that because the people closest to you won't listen to you, that nobody will listen to you. Okay, now this is a very common belief. And so, my mission today is to shift this belief for you and tell you how you should be looking at those experiences. Do not project the non compliance of your personal ecosystem onto the rest of the world. That is the first takeaway today. Okay, be careful not to project your personal ecosystems non-compliance onto the rest of the world essentially what that means is just because your friends and family aren't receptive to the advice and recommendations that you give them it does not mean no one else will be your friends and family are not a good litmus test for the success of your coaching business your friends and family are not a good litmus test for the success of your coaching business OK, so when people do not listen to you in your in your circle, do not take that as an indication that you are going to be unsuccessful if you decide to turn this into a business, create an offer that you monetize. It is not true. OK, be careful not to make major decisions based on minor experiences, because what I mean by that is usually when we make this big conclusion, draw this big conclusion that nobody will listen to us if we become a coach. It's based on a few people, literally a handful of people in our life who didn't listen to us. And so you're like, shoot, if I can't get my husband to do this, if I can't get my partner to do this, if my best friend won't listen to me, if my cousin just keep eating meat no matter how many times I tell her, (laughs) then and they won't listen to me, then nobody, then we, we, we say, nobody will do this. Nobody will listen to me. Nobody is gonna adopt my recommendations. And I'm here to tell you, listen to my voice very closely. Your friends and family, are not a good litmus test for the potential success of your coaching business. Do not make major decisions, like should or shouldn't I start a business based on minor experiences, like my cousin won't listen to me, (laughs) okay? Don't do that, unwise, completely unwise. So let me tell you though, are those experiences valuable and useful? When your mom, your dad, your partner, your friends, your family, your coworkers won't take your advice, Right. Should we just be ignoring their noncompliance or their unwillingness to listen to you? Absolutely not. I'm not saying you should ignore those experiences either. Those are extremely valuable experiences. They are extremely useful. Those people who get on your nerves complaining about the same thing that you got a solution for, but they refuse to adopt the solution. Those are really, really valuable interactions. However, where you're going wrong is you're using The data from those interactions wrong okay so you're getting data from those interactions like wow this is gonna be harder than I thought people really have issue with change people are really struggling right you're getting data from that information but you're using the data wrong okay so these interactions with people in your life who you really love and care about and you really want to see them healthy and you really want to get them help them change those are really valuable interactions however you're using it wrong you're using that data to say to make a decision on whether or not you should be doing this at all should i go out and try and help strangers i mean look my own spouse won't do this right and so you're using the data to make a decision on whether or not you should follow the assignment that's already been handed down to you. You have already got the call to disseminate this information. You have already got the call to coach. You have already got the call to create an offer so that you can have a bigger impact. But when a few people don't listen, you are now considering disobedience. So first of all, we're not going to do that. We are not going to consider being disobedient to the call that you got through your passion, through the fact that you can't stop thinking about this, the fact that, you know, you still drop knowledge on people no matter what, even though you know most won't listen, you still can't shut up about it. Like that is a calling. Okay. That is an assignment that has been assigned to you in this season of your life. And you are considering being disobedient to that calling, being disobedient to that assignment because a few people are not listening to you or not going all in or not moving as quickly as you think they should all right and so you're like well just forget it i'm gonna throw the whole thing away no we're not gonna throw the whole thing away you're just using the data wrong okay so here's how you should be using the data instead of saying these people won't listen to me. So this must be a sign that people aren't ready for this information or that I'm not good enough or that I shouldn't be coaching. Instead, you're going to take every single objection and observation you make through your friends and family, and you're going to actually turn that into a piece of content that you're going to publicly put on display to address everybody else who have the exact same Objection. Oh, it's not enough to eat. It's too hard. It costs too much. It takes too much time. It's not that I'm not that bad. All of that stuff. You're going to use that and flip that into public facing content so that you can serve people and address their objections before they even pay you. So here's what I mean. Part of the reason why your friends and family are probably not compliant and not willing to listen to you is for a couple of reasons. As a coach, the first is usually that you don't have a specialization. So when we're super excited and passionate about something, we just, you know, based on what somebody tells us or what they're struggling with, we just start like throwing information at them there's no structure, there's no context. We're just like, we're giving them this high level direction. Like you should just go plant-based. You should just give up animal products. You just got to start exercising more. You should just do this type of exercise. Like you got to just drink water. Like you got to just eat healthier. You just got to do better, right? And so you're giving high level instruction, but it's missing context. It's missing structure. It's missing accountability, but you're taking your, high level instruction and the fact that they don't listen to it and follow it and may, and you're making a big decision when those weren't the optimal circumstances for somebody to be compliant right and so what happens is you don't have a specialization so the information that you're giving out first and foremost is not specific enough to their unique challenges right and so it's more generic it's more general and it's not really hitting home for them because you're not necessarily speaking directly to them. I mean, you are in the physical, but in your content and in the in the way you're disseminating the information is not necessarily pinpointing their specific issue. And so when you are not specialized, that really drives down the compliance rate of the people you're talking to, right? They're more likely to kind of just take your information as a grain of salt, general advice. But because you might not know the whole breadth of their health challenges, you're not familiar with what they're specifically going through, you're just telling them that, hey, a plant-based diet is so healthy, you gotta do better. Let, Let me tell you what's wrong with dairy. Let me tell you what's wrong with meat. Let me tell you why you shouldn't be eating all that sugar. And while you're probably right, it's just not landing for them because it's not the the information is not customized to their circumstance. Okay. The information is not customized to their circumstance, all right? Wait, before I continue, tis the season and I come bearing gifts. I'm coming in to tell you all about our next plant-based business masterclass in partnership with the Black Veg Society. Listen, this month is all about money, y'all. If you're worried about making money as a plant-based health coach, if you're afraid to charge as a plant-based health coach, then you absolutely want to be in our next plant-based business masterclass on Wednesday, December 6th. I am going to teach you how to be affordable and profitable as a health coach. Wait, what? Affordable and profitable. You heard it, right? If you have a limiting belief about charging, if you have a money mindset that ain't serving, then you need to be in this plant-based business masterclass. And also, you really want to be there live because my special DNR segment is where we deep dive into your personal identity to make sure you're in the best position to be successful in your business. DNR stands for do not record. So for every plant-based business master. Masterclass I teach, we have a special segment where I literally cut the recording off and we have an open conversation about who you need to become to be successful. Now, the DNR segment for this next plant based business masterclass is entitled The Invaluable Lesson I Learned in Business to Avoid Undercharging for My Gifts and Services. <laughs> That's deep right there. The invaluable lesson I learned in business to avoid undercharging. So listen, you want to be in this class on Wednesday, December 6th at 6.30 p.m. EST. This is a plant-based business masterclass training series. I'm in partnership with the Black Veg Society to make sure you are in the best position to have a successful plant-based health coaching business. So go ahead, pull out your calendar Mark a reminder for Wednesday, December 6th, get in the room live, plan to attend the entire time because I'm going in. I'm going to teach you how to be affordable and profitable, but I'm also going to teach you some invaluable nuggets that I've picked up along the way in business, running my own personal plant-based health coaching program. I cannot wait to see you there. Back to the show. And so the second thing that's missing is qualifiers, right? Not everybody that we talk to necessarily align with the population we are called to serve. And so like one of the things we do inside the plant protocol is make sure that our coaches have qualifiers for their signature program, which means here is a list of three to seven circumstances that need to be present, which indicates that somebody is willing and ready to do the work. When we just, in general, give out information to any and everybody, or if you're already coaching, if you accept anybody without any qualifiers, that is a high risk of noncompliance. So what we want to have are parameters that must exist before somebody is ready to work with you. But when we're giving advice to friends and family, right, those parameters aren't necessary because we're just giving you know, general advice. We just want to help people that we love. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you to stop doing that. I'm saying stop making major decisions about your business when you do that. Right. So you still want to I still all the time talk to friends and family about health, about plant based diet, but I don't run back to my business and start adjusting everything or throwing the whole business away because my aunt wouldn't listen to me you know what i mean and so you still want to show love and give value because you know this stuff they see you as the expert so you should continue to do that you don't want to just run back to the drawing board though because your best friend tt <laughs> still drinking pop after you done told her three times like don't do that don't do that okay you don't have a specialization maybe the first issue the second issue is you do- you have not established qualifiers for the people to work with you and what that means is you don't necessarily need to qualify your grandma or your great aunt or your best friend to give them advice but that means you will be crystal clear on the people who are more likely to be successful when you do give them advice and you will know while you're in the midst of giving your best friend advice that they don't really line up with your qualifiers so they may take it and do great things or they may not Either way, you're not going to make a decision on your business based off this interaction with an unqualified person. Right. So you should have qualifiers that helps you determine and distinguish their level of readiness for doing what you're about to tell them to do. So I have qualifiers in my business. So I know, for example, in farm to table, when we say, hey, we work with people with chronic health challenges who are experiencing this and that and that I know if I'm talking to my aunt, and she is not experiencing any of that And so, it's really not going to be a sense of urgency for her to do what I'm telling her to do. I'm going to just take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, I know the population of people who are more likely to execute based on my experience. um, And so, therefore, I am going to ensure that I don't make big decisions off of people who have not been qualified to be the most likely to be successful on the other end of my advice and my recommendations, right? So, you must have qualifiers, you must have a specialization and you must have a platform where you're addressing their objections publicly so when people do not listen to you the people you love the most in the world and they do not listen to you you want to listen closely or watch closely to why they're objecting your advice and just take that data and go make public facing content about it on your social media page on your podcast on your in your blog post right at your live event and that's exactly in real time what you hear me doing today right like this is the process that we teach to our coaches inside the plant protocol we teach them to publicly address the objections that their prospects are giving them so what am i doing today one of the objections that i keep hearing from aspiring coaches is I don't know if I could be successful as a coach because my friends and family won't even listen to me. The people I've been telling this stuff to for years won't listen to me. Therefore, I don't know if I can be successful. I'm like, oh, this is a thing that a lot of people believe. Let me go record an episode about, hey, your friends and family are not a good indicator on whether or not you'll have a successful coaching business. This is exactly what I'm doing in real time. I'm addressing a limiting belief that my prospects have publicly, So now they can hear this, they can listen to it, they can potentially have a different perspective around it. And now we can push that limiting belief aside and proceed with business as usual. Right, I have to tell our coaches, like I'm telling you, don't use your cousin (laughs) as evidence that you won't have a successful business. Don't use your husband as evidence that you won't have a successful business. Okay, because there there's an entire process we teach you on how to qualify and assess whether or not somebody is ready. To truly do the work them asking you advice or you know being willing to hear you out does not mean they're ready to do the work they're curious but that does not mean they're ready to do the work because they don't understand the scope and the depth of the work that is required okay and so they don't have the whole picture yet however if you're showing up somewhere publicly showing your face letting people hear your voice addressing their objections publicly then then they can have a more broad and a better understanding of what's truly required to get the result versus just having a five-minute conversation with you a 10-minute conversation with you or even a couple you know pro bono sessions with you they still need to be completely indoctrinated into the understanding of what's required and that's usually what's missing the final thing i'll say the other reason most people might not really be taking your advice your friends and family. It's because you're unexperienced as a coach. You're not even really coaching them, you're just teaching them. You don't even recognize the fact that when you give somebody advice, usually you're telling them what to eat, you're telling them what to drink, you're telling them you know, the best way to uh, incorporate more plants into their meals. You're really teaching, that's not even coaching. And so you're unexperienced as a coach. And so you're teaching them all this stuff, you're mad when they don't apply it, you're frustrated when they don't listen to you, not realizing I taught them something. They now maybe have a better understanding about why dairy and dairy products are so unhealthy, but you ne- you never coached them. Not one time. <laughs> okay. You just taught. And so you're upset that they didn't take what you taught them and apply it. Well, the application of what you taught them is where coaching comes into play. Okay. So you're also probably unexperienced as a coach and you're using this experience with your friends and family to dictate the, um, the trajectory of your business. And that's not the way you should be using that data. However, it is invaluable data that you should definitely be using. You'll be like, okay, my cousin said this, or they said it was too hard, or they said they mentioned grocery shopping, they mis- mentioned meal prep, they mentioned not enough variety in a plant based world, they mentioned that they have food allergies or food sensitivities. And so, going plant-based will mean they won't have as many options because they're allergic to soy or nuts and so they believe that that prevents them from enjoying this lifestyle that is content that you need to be producing on your platform to address because I can guarantee you there are several other people who feel like your auntie, who feel like your best friend, who feel like your brother, right? And so it's not to say that your coaching business will be unsuccessful. It is we use that data to go address public objections repeatedly so that we can continue to tear down the walls that exist between you and your prospects. But it's not to say that you will have a unsuccessful coaching business okay so that is how you should be using that data not to just shut the whole idea of coaching down right do not lean into disobedience just because friends and family won't listen to you I want to end with this because I think we have all have a responsibility to be obedient when we feel called to be in service So I want to leave you with a quote that I wrote just recently for our students inside of the plant protocol. So every Friday inside of the plant protocol, our students receive an internal newsletter. And this newsletter is called the Inspirer. And uh, the Inspirer is designed to keep our coaches on track, to give them inspo, to give them inspiration, to keep going, to keep pushing forward, to keep doing the work. And so I wrote something in one of our recent issues of the Inspirer, and I want to read it to you guys and leave you with this. It's very short. It says, having a vision of service and being in service are two very different things. You're here because you want to help people get healthy using a whole food plant-based diet. It's not enough to have good intentions. At some point, your impact has to catch up to your intentions. End quote. And so I want you guys to take that in as well. It's one thing to have a vision about helping people. It's one thing to be passionate about something and really want to give out that information and serve people with that information. It's another thing to actually be in service and to be actively doing that. So if you are passionate about this lifestyle, if you are passionate about the power of plants, then I want you to do the work to ensure that your impact catches up to your intent. I hope this episode served you guys well. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the Plant Protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.